Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. Folks, if you do not already know our next guest, you are in for a real, real treat. I met um, Eli Delaney at a networking event, a mastermind group, and just fell in love with who he was and how willing he was to put himself in a place of service. Uh, he's got tremendous expertise. You're going to be hearing a little bit about that today. So Eli Delaney is the creator of the follow-up rockstar system. He's helping entrepreneurs build a 24-7 automated system to go from surviving to thriving in any economy. He's an Amazon bestseller with his book, Marketing Tidbits and Networking Tidbits, and his program, Network Like a Rockstar, has over 1,350 students globally. So that's the little buildup. We're going to learn a lot more. But Eli, I am so, so grateful you're here. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Berta. This is fun. I love talking about this kind of stuff. And uh, we, had, we had a great chat. So we just get to continue that chat that we had the other day. Absolutely. And I love that, Eli. And I thank you. And, and Eli's uh, tagline is uh, hashtag meet cool people. I'm not even kidding, guys. Um, I, we had a great, like he said, great conversation, just a lot of fun. So I've connected him with some people and he like super elevated my cool factor because then when people, you know, they always, I always say you take it from here, but they always come back and sort of chime in and everybody loves Eli. So I am grateful for you, my friend, for, for, for showing up and, and being of service to, to those people as well. And I know that that's just your your forte because it's in your DNA to be in service. So, so, so how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm lo yeah. loving being here, having a good time. I'm in Portland, Oregon. We actually have sun today, which is kind of cool because it doesn't happen that much. Nice. Um, yeah. And, and it's been the sad part of that is that I've been on back-to-back -back calls all day, which <laughs> is not a bad thing, but when right. you have sun, you kind of want to go outside. Yes, come on. Um, but yeah, no, it's been awesome. Um, you know, and you and you brought up something very important, the fact that you you made introductions, which is always appreciated because the the network that we have, the people that we meet are the ones that are going to get us wherever we need to go in life, mm -hmm. whether it's just a service, sometimes it's a friend, sometimes it's a connection with a resource, sometimes it's just somebody to put to cry on their shoulder for a few minutes. But one way or another, the people and the relationships are what makes business work quite honestly and Absolutely. and i like to live that every single day if i can and and being you know you mentioned being of service i love that i love being able to do that because you know again meeting cool people is what i do i have fun with it it's it is a way that if i can just connect to people or if i can give a resource that makes my day that makes me happy yeah. so I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's why I do what I do. Yes. And, and Eloy, I think, I think that's, that's one of the reasons I think we hit it off really almost immediately. Like we became fast mm -hmm. friends because you are really so focused on that relationship. Can you talk a little bit about relationship, especially in the world that we're in right now, because we're used to going out and doing the networking mm -hmm. events and maybe making some connections. Not that everybody's doing it right, that not that everybody is networking for the purpose of building a relationship. But right. in, in this current um, scenario that we're in, where there's so much 
of of the you know you said you've been on back to backs i've been the same we're we're mm -hmm. we're zooming ourselves into people's space a, yeah. a lot more and talk a little bit about the relationship dynamic now given this yeah so it the funny thing that's that's well i don't know if funny is the right word but it's <laughs> ha, the way things have shifted so much in the last few months uh, for me, it wasn't that big of a shift because I've always been a networker. You know, when I first started my first business, which was my web and graphic design agency, I did that via a local chamber of commerce. That's how I grew that business. And I did really well with that. I mean, literally my chamber, one chamber of commerce, and it wasn't even the big one in the city, made me go from myself living out of a my or working out of my dining room to opening up an office. I had five employees and we were closing three to five contracts a week. Oh, wow. It was all networking. And mm. it was mostly through that one chamber at that one chamber and one other small networking group. Mm. But fast forward to that. Now what's going on? Networking is still there, but we are doing it in an online aspect. Mm -hmm. And what I did, um, I got into the speaking world for a while, probably about 12 years ago, I got back into the speaking world, got into it, really had a lot of fun with it. And I had some burnout. I just kind of pretty much checked out, moved up to Portland. Great place to go hide if you want to hide there. And I took six years where I didn't really go anywhere. I didn't do a lot of networking um, at live events. I didn't go get in, go to conferences or any of that kind of stuff. I just networked with the people that I could connect with online with Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, those two primarily being great resources. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is when everything shifted recently, I'm like, it's kind of frustrating because I was getting, I was got back into the speaking thing. I was traveling all of the time and I'm like, I'm going to miss it, but it's not that big of a shift for me. Mm -hmm. And so I go back now and I do spend a lot of time. I mean, last, was it last week? I don't remember if it was last week or now it was, a week. it was actually the week before now time is flying so fast. Mm -hmm. I literally, I figured it out. I posted online that I figured out that I had been literally on seven hours of zooms that day. And then I went back and added and my math was wrong because I was so fried. It had actually, the next day I re-added and was like, oh no, actually it was like nine and a half hours. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but that's what we have available because mm -hmm. if we can't be face-to-face -face with people, let's be face-to-face. -face. And we have this technology that's here with yeah. you know Zoom and Skype and Google Meet, is, you know, all these other technologies that are available. Make mm -hmm. use of that. Yes. That's the best thing we've got right now. I'm hoping we'll get back to face-to-face, -face, hanging out, having dinner. That's one of my favorite things is yeah. getting groups together and just, you know, we get 10, 12 people together and go have dinner. You know, mojitos and steak are my thing. So right. let's go get people together, have a great time. <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. And I go to Miami when I was going to Miami all the time. I have a restaurant that's right by the water that I love going to. And I have a waitress. It's so awesome. She's nice. so much fun. And, then, and I miss all that stuff. But in the meantime... Let's do stuff like this. Let's yes. connect in the online and use use the tools like Zoom. Use the camera. You're still getting a face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. You can't shake their hand. You can't give them a hug. But you do what you can with what you have right now. Right. I love that. And and the thing is, Eli, that I think for a lot of people, and I'm like you, it, you know, people say, how are you doing now with your business? I'm like, no, nothing has really changed because mm -hmm. I have a lot of clients that are out of the country or in different states. So we were Zooming a lot. In fact, I'm the least technical person you were, you will ever meet. Right. I mean, like I'm, I'm the, the, I can turn it on. And if my children or my husband aren't around, I don't know much else what to do. I've gotten better. So right. here's what happens, Eli, all of the cousins 
in the family, their kids are all in school and they're having to do Zoom. So they're calling me to see how to set it up. What are we looking yep. at? How do we know when we're not? And I'm like, really? You guys are calling me for advice? But it, it's, just, it's just natural for me because I've always used it. So, right. so I, but I, I also realized that this platform is, became so immediately accepted by those mm -hmm. who didn't even know the word Zoom existed that I right. think it's going to be here to say, not that, not, 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 not that we're not going to start getting together. I know we're all looking forward to that. I am one who has not really stopped traveling. I, I see people when I can see people, if they're willing to go out, I, I go and I have dinners and I have mm -hmm. coffees. I'm careful and responsible, but I'm, I'm not going to be dead before I'm dead sort of thing. But right. yeah. I, I still think this is going to be a platform even on the other oh, side. Oh yeah. That's going to be. Oh yeah. Well, and, and you know, the funny things I'm a sci-fi geek. So, mm -hmm. you know, we go through shows and I remember, um, it was, it was a show called, I think it was, if I remember correctly, I think it was Earth Final Conflict was a TV show mm -hmm. that was set in the future kind of thing. Right. And it was hilarious because um, you probably remember MCI. Yes. So MCI sponsored the show and they had these phones, but the phones were this thing. It was basically the digital paper that, they, that they're talking about now that you, right. you see kind of stuff coming. <laughs> and they, that was their phone. They'd open it up and they would talk and they'd have a video conference back and forth. We have that now. You know, Zoom is an app on your phone. I mean, yeah. I don't use my phone for a phone. I actually spend more time on Facebook Messenger. That's my texting. I don't even mm -hmm. use text as much as I do that. And when I go to talk to somebody, I don't call them. I do a Facebook message video with them. Right. And now we have a video chat going on. <laughs> and it's like face-to-face. -face. And this, this is all the stuff that, you know, was it? I don't even know how long that, that, that show was probably 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and that was all the sci-fi back then, but that's what we have now. It, it's all have. right here. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how we, we see those things and, and, and it seemed like it could be so far into your future. And, and it just seems like in the last decade or so, yeah. you know, what we thought was, a oh my goodness, this is amazing. And then, mm -hmm. you know, maybe five years later, you have something that, you know, there's no way they're going to top this. And then three years later, they do. And then what, and now it's just happening so, mm -hmm. so rapidly. So I, I totally agree yeah. with you. And okay. So Eli, I have a quick question because I know that a big part of what you do and help you, how you help your clients grow their businesses is through the the automation okay and, and a lot mm -hmm. of people we talk about that that marketing and that that relationship building taking it into a digital yeah. space and there is a way to do it so but there's always confusion and, and for me it's confusing how do you do automation without taking that personal piece out of that building relationship with people yeah so what i like to look at is <clears throat> we are human beings we drop the ball. Doesn't matter what the reason is. Sometimes we get busy. Sometimes we forget. We might get sick. You know, we got it. We want to actually take a vacation once in a while, whatever. We are human beings. We are going to drop the ball one way or another on that relationship. Because fact, fact is, if you meet even a hundred people, if you were to follow up with all of those hundred people every week, like you really should, mm -hmm. you would never have time to do anything else. Right. 
And we don't follow up like that, like we should. People need to stay in, we need to keep top of mind with people and make sure that they always know we're here and available for them. So automation is a tool that you can use to help fill in the blanks, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and as a great example of this is I will, you know, let's look at this like idea of if I meet somebody, I'm going to, maybe I'll send them an email. I'm going to send them an email that says, hey, it was great meeting you at the XYZ event last week. I uh, hope you had a great time. I met some cool people like you, you know, what other events do you go through? You know, typical follow-up mm-hmm. message, right? After you've met 20, 30, 40 people, you're writing the same message over and over again. So why not create it as a template that we can use to start from and simplify it down? So instead of taking 10 minutes to write an email, we took 30 seconds. I love that. That's kind of some of the stuff we're talking about. But then we take it to the the quote-unquote automation side Mm -hmm. is by staying in touch with people, sharing tidbits of stuff and checking in with them. And they can be very simple things. Great example. I use this a lot because um, this came, this came, actually came up with a friend of mine not too long ago, but I keep this book next to my desk, The Go-Giver oh, by Bob Burke. I love it. You've read the book? Oh my God. I am a certified go-giver speaker and coach. <laughs> okay. So you know Bob love, then, right? Love Bob. Love so Bob. here's the funny thing is that this book has been a staple in my library for years. And I have... I've, when I first read the book, I thought it was awesome. It was right along with principles of the stuff that I believe in. Right. And so I would tell people, you know what? Here's a great book. You should check it out. I think it will help you out. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I'm telling all these people about the book, but I'm telling them each individually. I'm like, right. how many people are out there that are in my world that I haven't talked about it because the conversation hasn't come up yet, mm-hmm. that haven't been you know, exposed to this yet. So I will then turn around and I just wrote it as an email. And I said, Hey, you know, I, I talk about this to so many people, but, um, here's a book that I would highly recommend. It's the go giver by Bob Berg. He's such an awesome dude. Um, you know, here's the principles of it. And I just talk about a couple, couple basic points. And I say, here's a link on Amazon, by the way, once you've read it, reach back to me and let me know what you think. Nice. So that is an email that I wrote. And then I put it into a system. Mm. And that's just one of many, many emails that go into the system. And so when somebody comes into my world, they're going to start at the beginning of the list and they're going to get these emails once a week. And they're random. They're not all, and, you know, not exactly every seven days, but mm-hmm. they get an email that's got something like a book recommendation or a video. If you've heard of uh, Simon Sinek, Yes. Um, his start, start with why. Start with well, why. I found the, the Ted talk of that. And I said, okay, if you haven't watched this yet, you need to watch this. This is stuff that I've taught my clients for years. And I, I then found out about Simon later mm-hmm. and realized he's teaching a lot of the same stuff I haven't for years. The sad thing is he does it more elegant than I do. So go watch yeah. the video. <laughs> let me know what you think. And so I shared stuff like this, but again, it's a, email. I just write it once and I put it in the system. Mm-hmm. And so then it doesn't matter if you get the email today or you get it three years from now, it's still relevant. Yes. But now if I get busy or I forget or I get sick or I go on vacation, you're still getting those kind of things from me. So then when I am back and on top of things, I can send you that message on Facebook or LinkedIn saying, Hey, I just want to check in what's been up or, you know, what I do, one of the, my favorite things to do, Facebook messenger lets you do this is in messenger. You 
on your phone, you know it's somebody's birthday, you can actually, instead of just sending them, typing a little message saying happy birthday, you can do a video. And so I will actually do a personalized video with somebody says, you know, Hey Berta, I saw on Facebook at your birthday. I want to just want to pop in and say happy birthday. Hopefully you're having a great week. I'd love to catch up with you sometime, but let's do that next week because you're celebrating your birthday today. I love that. Something like that. Very it takes different. me stands out. Yeah. It takes yeah. me literally 15 seconds, start to finish done, mm -hmm. but it's personalized. I build a relationship and that's on top of the automation stuff. And so we're not switching, we're not replacing one for the other. It's in conjunction, knowing that if you miss a birthday, I have days where I just, I'm busy that day and I don't get a chance to stop and look and see whose birthday's coming up. Mm -hmm. It happens. If I miss the birthday, I feel bad about it, but I know they still got something as a whole. I'm still in front of them. I'm still building the relationship. I'm still sharing value. And the cool thing is as all of this stuff happens, when they need what I have, they're not going to forget about me. They're going to call me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm not chasing the dollar. Yes. I'm just I'm serving. I'm, yeah. I'm serving. I'm building the relationship. I'm adding value any way I can. I never hide that I got something for sale. I'm a capitalist. I like to make money, mm -hmm. uh, but that does not, mean that I have to shove it down their throat and say, Hey, by the way, this is really cool. You should buy it from me today. Cause that's just, nobody likes that kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. And but, I, yeah, I, I was going to say, Eli, do you, and you probably get this a lot that, that, that common complaint of, you know, I don't have time for this. Cause that's one of the things that people tell me when I'm, when I'm, when they're getting several, you know, mutual introductions for me, they're like, how do you have time for this? I don't have time to that. I don't have time to connect people and, and do a thought, well thought out message and, and personalize it. How do you do that? What do you, how, how do you address that? Um, the first thing that I do is I templatize everything. So I have, I have a core script that I have, I have saved. Mm -hmm. And I will use that as my starting point. And then that way, again, like it's kind of like that first email introduction that I talked about. Mm -hmm. Instead of spending five or 10 minutes having to write something, I have that to start with. And then I can tweak it before I hit send. Because then instead of spending five minutes, I spent 30 seconds or a right. minute. Right. And that gives, me, that gives me time to do it. The other thing is that the more you put automation and put these kind of systems in place, it frees you up to do a whole lot of other stuff. I mean, I, I have systems that we run for, if somebody comes in as a networking connection, I have systems that follow up on that. If somebody becomes a prospect, say they, they go to, they watch a webinar that I have or whatever, mm -hmm. it's all automated. Um, speaking of webinars, I have a system for the entire process. So when somebody signs up, all the reminder emails, the after emails, all of that stuff is completely done it's ready to go and it's designed to be clonable. So mm -hmm. if I decide to do a training webinar, I literally fill in a few blanks, hit publish, and in under 45 minutes, what used to take 10 hours, I'm up and running and live. Wow. And so I put the systems in place. I have the formulas. I have a structure in place. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing that, it frees you up to do a lot of other stuff and you realize you can work in your butt off doing a whole bunch of stuff that you really don't need to be doing. <laughs> Yes. Which then gives you the time mm. to build the relationships. Yes. 
Yes, I see it. And that's one of the things that I, that I talk with my clients a lot, Eli, is that, is that, listen, what are you spending your, what are you spending your time on and what is it costing you? You know, yeah. versus going to someone and I always tell them, yeah, there are things that, that require you. That's fine. But if there are things that you can work with like an Eli that will, will automate, free up your time, you're still, it's still you in all of this correspondence, yep. but now you have all this time to do what you're really supposed to be doing. Not that just building you know, the relationships, exactly. Not that five hundred dollar an hour just spending in it in, in in automation and setting up and back office stuff. I yeah. love that. I love that. So Eli, what do you tell people um, that the first? What would be the first campaign that people should start with? Let's say they just they just met someone brand new at a networking event, and it's a new really great connection. The very first thing they should do is have a a networking follow up campaign. Okay. The, the networking follow-up is a, it's a general conversation following up to stay in touch with people mm -hmm. without pitching them. It's a very, very key point. Mm -hmm. And it should be based around just want to check in. How's it going? Here's a cool resource. I love to share books. I'll read, I'll share videos, stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it's very rarely my own stuff. You know, every once in a while, it'll be you know, like, say, for instance, it was like, hey, I did this interview on this other show. It was pretty cool. You know, I thought I'd share this with you. Or like when I had a podcast, I have more podcasts coming out, but I had a podcast that was very popular. It was the one that I actually interviewed uh, Bob on. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I will actually share. So like what I'll do is I'll say, hey, you know, I talked about the Go-Giver book. I think I forgot to mention, I also did an interview with Bob on my podcast. That was, that was several years ago, but it was really awesome stuff. Here's a link to it. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of about my stuff, but it's mostly about me sharing Bob and his mm -hmm. message. Um, but the, the, the side effect of that is that it still elevates me and keeps me top of mind as well. Mm -hmm. And so you put stuff like that in place for six to 12 months and, so and you literally patience. build it out. Yeah. It's a long-term game. The cool thing though, is that you build it once and it runs for years. Mm -hmm. My networking campaign, I built the very first version of it 12 years ago mm -hmm. and it ran for, um, well, that was 12 years ago and about six months ago, I actually rebuilt it to something newer. I updated some of the stuff in it. Nice. Nice. Okay. That's 11 and a half years that I didn't touch it. Um, yeah. That's, that's just, just amazing that it was working for you the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And, and that's the fun thing about it. It's like I have, and it, when somebody actually becomes a true prospect, so they go past that general networking connection. I just like mm -hmm. to say connections, the connection has now become a prospect and is ready to become a client. Um, that prospect phase, then you go into, you, you talk a little bit more about your stuff and you add tips that are your tips and things like that into it, but it's still the same basic idea. You're sharing value. You're having a conversation. You need to stay in touch with them. Bare, 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 bare minimum once a month. And I actually recommend once a week and sometimes even more depending on your, and your content. And you, the reason for that is because we get bombarded by so much stuff that people forget. You know, we live in a very me society. Right. And so we have to stay in front of people so they don't forget about us. Because if literally it could be two weeks, we might have saw somebody. And in two weeks, you see them again and you found out that 
they ran into somebody and happened to need what that person had at the same time. Therefore they bought from them instead of you, even though they just talked to you less than two weeks ago. Right. So you keep on top of that. Um, So your networking campaign, it needs to run for at least a year. And I mean, I recommend even more, but a year is a good time to, to build and refresh that, keep that, keep that conversation fresh with them because people will come back when they're ready to buy, not when we want to sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually had people come back and buy our stuff, like signing up to enroll to be part, be clients of ours, literally 10 years Wow! after I first met them. So that's the importance of, of staying top of mind and maintaining mm-hmm. that. That's, that's very powerful, Eli. So Eli, at what point... Do you, because we hear all these, these suggestions of, you know, and, and I'm like you, I'm, I'm big on, if there's a con, if there's any reason to contact anyway, you better make sure that you're adding value in that Mm -hmm. communication. I don't care even if you're trying to sell something. So what would you say, or is there even really a rule of thumb on, on when you have, let's say you have something you're launching and I want to talk a little bit about, about what you have coming up. But mm-hmm. if you have something that you're launching and you've been connecting with these people every week for two months, is there a magic number or a magic timing of when you can introduce something that you're bringing to the market? For, for, pros- well, for connections, I actually am very soft about it. So mm-hmm. I make sure that my signature says, you know, has my title and my website in there. Mm-hmm. I don't really ask for much there. Every once in a while, I might have an email that says, you know, P.S., if there's anything I can help you with with X, Y, Z, let me know. Okay. But it's very soft. It's a very, it's, it's just kind of an afterthought kind of thing. Because again, these people didn't say they want to buy your stuff. They may not even be interested in it. Mm-hmm. And the biggest, the easiest way to turn somebody off is to immediately start pitching them your stuff and talk about how amazing your products are when they didn't even show an interest in it. And I see that all the time. And so by having it there as a, you know, by the way, if there is something I could help you with, I'd love to be able to just reach out and let me know. That's all you have to do. Because if you did your job right to begin with, they know what you do. If they're interested, they'll ask. That's, that's okay. the cool thing about it. You just, you put it out there. It's like, you know, if I can help you with this, I'd love to love to be able to just let me know. That's okay. it. Okay. I you love know? it. So, now when soft. you, yeah, but when you get to somebody who gets to that point and maybe they've hit that prospect mark or maybe they've signed up for a webinar or opted into a, a free checklist or a guide or something from your website. Mm-hmm. Now you can, you can actually strategically do more with that. And that's where you're talking about you have the same kind of value add content, mm-hmm. but then you mix it up with um, maybe saying, you know, hey, every once in a while, I don't do it every time, but you can say, if you think I could help you with X, Y, Z, here's a link to my calendar. Let's go book a call. So now you're giving them a, a next step of, of action taking. Um, but then if you want to have a, a actual launch, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you've got something. The cool thing is that you can do that without totally alienating them because you've built a relationship up until that point. Right. It's not like you're coming in out of the blue, out yeah. of the field, haven't talked so, to you in forever, but here I have something to sell. Yeah. So I have, um, 
another speaker that I know, uh, David Fagan, he does, he does these events. I spoke at his event a couple of times and it was really funny because the first time I heard this phrase, it, it totally sunk in with me, which was, um, we have what we call the, the marketing booty call. And that's basically when the only time you ever hear from somebody is when they've got to pitch something to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And otherwise you never hear from them. Well, nobody wants that. Nobody yeah. wants that kind of relationship. And it's a good way to get people to ignore your emails and even not just unsubscribe, but they might even spam report. You. Right. Right. So mixing it up with this other content that is a hundred percent value driven first makes it so when you are actually ready to sell something, they're going to first off, they're going to pay more attention anyway, because you always add value to begin with. But now you've added so much value that they're, they're more likely to go, you know what? She's done so much so far. I, I, maybe I should check this out. Let me click yes. the link and go, go yes. see what it is. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And I, and I love that you said that, Eli, because I think that's, what, that's where a lot of people are missing the mark. They're not doing, again, they don't want to do the work, but then they're, and listen, we have friends like that. I mean, even yeah. just on a personal level or on a real life level, you mm -hmm. don't hear from them from forever, but when they need a contact, when they need you to get something, they'll, hey, we oh, haven't yeah. talked to you forever. I missed you, by the way. Um, and that's what those, that's what those out of the blue emails just to send something. You always got that friend that just all of a sudden shows up out of nowhere and needs to borrow a hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's like, seriously, dude, you know, you yeah. could have, you know, could have called and, you know, we could have gotten Pretended. coffee first. You know? <laughs> I remember Eli, I don't know. Do you remember mod that, that show mod with be Beatrice Arthur? You're younger than I am, I think, but no, I, yeah. I remember it by name, but I don't think I ever watched that. Yeah. One. So, so Maude was hysterical. And I remember this story, this, uh, you know, the, the, the husband goes away on a business trip and he comes back and, and they're like, how's, how's mother? And she says, your mother's dead. And he's like, why did you just tell me like that? How can you just tell me just like that? And she's like, well, how did you want me to say? He goes, well, you could have said, listen, you know, the she, you know no 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 it was the cat the cat had died mm -hmm. or something right. and he's like how could you just tell me just like that that my cat is dead you know and he said well you could have said you know when I called listen the cat's on the roof and we can't get him down and then you know in another couple of days you say hey we still haven't been able to get the cat down it's not looking good and then you soften the blow so yep. he's like oh my god I can't <laughs> believe this happened and then he says how's mother she says your mother's on the roof and we can't get her down <laughs> but it's sort of like you're you're softening that blow yeah uh, but um but yeah it's just it's just one of those things that that i i don't know it just it just creeps me out so yeah. eli how long and this is a conversation that we have all the time you know that that quantity versus quality mm -hmm. how long should emails be that's something that comes up all the time short sweet to the point yeah I'm a big fan for it needs to be as long as it needs to be and not one word more. Okay. Um, I'm a very big advocate for short emails. I'm not, don't make them fancy. You don't need big fancy headers or graphics or throwing pictures or any of that kind of stuff in there because those actually deter people from mm -hmm. feeling like you actually stopped and wrote that email to them. So mm -hmm. think about if you were to write me just an email, you know, Hey, Eli, how's it going? What would that look like? If you were to just open up Gmail or Outlook or whatever you use and write that email, what would it look like? Most, for most people, it's pretty short, sweet to the point. There's not a whole lot of fluff in there. So you're not writing a story or anything. So 
your automated emails or your, you know, your follow-up emails shouldn't be any different because all of a sudden you have this disconnect of normally since these, these emails that are three sentences and this one's a half a book, right, what's right. going on there? That doesn't make sense there. And people, whether it's conscious or not, people pick up on those kind of things. And the idea is to always, even if you're using automation, you never lie about it. You never try to tell people you're not, mm-hmm. but you never make it blatantly obvious that you are using a tool to do this for you. Okay. I've actually had people who've taken my courses, who've been part of my program. I've sent them emails and they reply back. Okay. I know I just did your course, but did you send this one to me or was this part of your email system? Cause I'm not sure here. And of course, you know, my response is, of course it was just to you. Little tiny print and the other fifty thousand people, yes. and, you know, just to joke with them about it. Um, and that's that brings another important thing. When you send an email, it should come from you. It should mm-hmm. say your name, not your company name, not admin. Um, that one drives me completely batty. Right. If I get an email from admin, I'm I'm actually more likely to delete it without even paying it. Right, right. Um, and when they reply back, it needs to go to you. It needs to be, a, that's their opportunity to talk to you, to respond to you. And now we've created a dialogue. I've had people who literally responded to a book recommendation, just saying, hey, I bought the book. I read it over the weekend. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Love that. They responded. I responded back. That ended up being a phone call and they've ended up becoming a client. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. All coming so, from a place of service. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Eli, what is, tell us a little bit about networking like a rock star. And I know that so many people have taken that, that, that course already. So I, obviously it's something that, that is, that is helping people really get into that space and, and, and do good, do well with, yeah. with, with your information. That program was actually created out of, out of the requirement or the need I saw from so many people who were just quite honestly, they were networking wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been networking for a long time. That's how I built my first business. That's how I built this second business. Mm-hmm. And even when I'm not networking face to face, I'm still networking with people. It's not uncommon for me to have conversations with people on three different continents on the same day. Um, we build the relationships. And so the course was really designed for, for face to face networking. How do you find events? How do you have a conversation? How do you follow up afterwards? How to work a room? We, it was, Uh, one big factor in it was how do I, how do I network if I'm an introvert? Because a lot of people come to me and they're like, I couldn't do that. Uh, That, that kind of, that freaks me out because I'm an introvert and I'm like, guess what? So am I. Uh, People don't realize that, but I'm actually, Mm -hmm. I am an introvert. And Mm -hmm. I I, I tell them everything you see here is learned. Everything, my personality, me going out there and, and stepping into a crowd of people that I don't know and all that kind of stuff. That's all learned every Mm -hmm. 100%. I would much rather hang out, read a book and hang out with my dogs. Um, you know, and that's just, that's, that's a personality thing, but you can get over that if you learn how to do it right. Mm -hmm. And so I do cover a lot of the tips on how to work a room when you're, when you're that introvert that's kind of scared to talk to people um the best ways to go about doing it and not be terrified because i know a lot of people that's the anxiety right. problem with them right. um and that's all it's all the stuff that i used when i started it's stuff that i've i've 
taught to clients over the years. And eventually it ended up, I was like, you know what, it's time for me to create a course out of this. So that's one of the things that we've done a lot with. And then, you know, we'd also do a lot with the automation of when you're ready to go to that next level, which I think most people are, are closer to that than they really think they are. Um, and that's where our follow-up with follow up like a rock star program comes into play. And that one has just been phenomenal for clients to basically build a system. I mean, an example of my own system, I have a follow-up system that literally runs for three years. So my running joke is I could go outside and get hit by a bus today. I'm still going to sell you stuff three years. Yeah. From now. <laughs> I love that. I love that Eli. Eli, and you are, uh, let's, let's tell people how to find you. Easiest way is go to connectwitheli.com and it's E-L-Y. That's very important because uh, there is somebody with E-L-I. He's a real estate dude and I, and I don't know who he is, but it's connectwitheli.com. And from there, you can find out I've got events going on. All of my social media is on there. I even have a spot. You can book a call with me. If you if somebody's heard this and wants to chat with me and thinks that I might be able to, to give them a couple of pointers, I'm okay with that. I'm, right. I'm again, the whole meet cool people. I love to meet cool people. So yeah. my calendar is public. If you want to book a call with me, do it. This isn't a sales call. If we end up having a conversation that leads to where I really feel like I can help you, then we'll have that conversation. But that's not what it's about. Mm -hmm. It is about how can I get to know you and see what can I do to help you out? And that might be a connection. I mean, that happens a lot. I've had several people, I book calls with them and I'm like, you know what, you know, maybe next year we should be working together right now. We're not a good fit, but I know somebody who can help you with what you need right now. Let me right. introduce you to them. I love and I just love chatting with people. So okay. if it's somebody wants to book a call with me, they're happy to do that too. Connect with me in social media. Just, you know, reach out. Let me know. Let me know how you found me because that's really important too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Eli, for sharing that. So Eli, one, one, two, one, two or three things that, that we need to be doing right now as, as business owners. Yeah. Most importantly, um, follow up, obviously, you know, get, look at, make a, make a list of the people that you've talked to in say the last month. 30 days from, or 30 days ago, who did you talk to? And just pick up the phone and call them and just say, Hey, I just want to check in and see how you're doing. That's it. Don't, if they, if they're ready to buy what you have, they'll say so. Mm -hmm. If they're interested, but not ready yet, they'll say so. So all you have to do is just call them and say, Hey, we haven't talked for a bit. I just want to check in and see how you're doing. Beautiful. It's no pressure. It's no pressure on you. The funny thing about the phone, these, these things are wonderful. If you're, you know, you, they're great. They weigh absolutely nothing if you're watching cat videos or on Facebook. But as soon as you go to pick them up to make a phone call, they weigh like 10,000 pounds, right? <laughs> so change the attitude behind it and just say, I'm just going to call and check in and see how they're doing. It, it's yeah. not about it. It's not a sales call. Mm -hmm. and, and do that with, with five people. Just five people, just pick five people and follow up with them. Uh, same thing, follow up, find five people that you haven't talked to, like clients, great way to do it. Find five clients you haven't talked to in the last 60 days. Call them up and just say, how you doing? I just want to check in and make sure you're doing okay. Guess what? We're in the middle of a pandemic. It's a great time to check in and ask people if they're okay. Yes. There's like no pressure in that. Nobody's going to assume that you called just to pitch them. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be about a pitch. It should be about honestly checking in with them. Yes. The funny thing is that when you do that, 
these simple little things like that. They, they, they are so straightforward, simple, but it's amazing what can happen with it. I've actually had people where I just called them and said, Hey, I just want to check in. And they're like, you know what? I've actually been meaning to call you. Let's yes. talk. Yes. Yes. I have one client. We actually did this via email. We didn't even get to the phone call phase. The idea was send an email and follow up with a phone call. She sent an email out. She got a hundred percent response and closed $12,000 in sales by the end of the week. That's amazing. <laughs> Just all it was, was an email saying, you know what? I've been a slacker and I haven't stayed in touch with you. I just want to check in and see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. That was like the entire email. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, it's not that hard, but if you do it, obviously put a system in place. There's a lot of technology. I'd love to help people out with that piece, but start with simple, start with the basic, just get out there, follow up with a few people, reach out and just say, Hey, I just want to check in, see how you're doing. And you'll be surprised how amazing the results can be. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. Eli, so what is the rest of 2020 look like for you? Oh, I'm going like a madman. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am. We've, we've taken our follow-up rockstar system. I partner with somebody that we are uh, creating a specific, specific niche version for it. Mm -hmm. Um, doing some scaling up on some advertising site type of stuff. So we're going to ramp that up. My biggest thing is to simplify what I'm already doing and do more of that. Um, I find that as entrepreneurs, we always get sucked into more, you know, my, my whole motto is automate, delegate, and delete. Okay. Oh. So automate what you can delegate what you can't and delete the stuff you shouldn't be doing. And I do a really good job of the first two. I don't do a great job of the third one. I need to do more of that. Um, because if I could do more of that particular piece, it would free me up to, to do what I already love doing, which is more, more relationship building. Um, and so that's what we're working on ourselves. That is also the, the automate, delegate, and delete is the title of my next book. It's already outlined. I just need to sit down and write the damn thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Eli. And I, listen, you are such a blessing. I'm, I'm so, I know that you're busy. I know that you're crazy busy, but, um, but I'm so grateful that you came on. Eli, I know that we didn't even scratch the surface on, on things that you, that you help people do and you help people automate. And you're just looking at it from a very, very, important but different perspective than the mm -hmm. than most of the world is so i would love it if if you would come back and and because i know that this is exactly what everyone needs to be hearing right now and definitely i would love to that is pandemic specific this is just folks if you're wondering why things are not happening it's because we're just not putting ourselves in that position of, of serving enough so yeah. i am grateful for you eli thank you thank you thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Berta. This has been a lot of fun. I love, I love chatting about this stuff and you guys are such a, such a wonderful, you know, way of putting it all out there. That's why you and I hit it off so well immediately. I'm glad that, glad that we got to share the conversation with everybody else Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Love it. Thank you. Thank you again, Eli. Okay, folks, you heard it here. Um, I will be sharing Eli's call letters when I, when I post uh, this, but, but for now, I want you to do good, be great, and go play outside. Have fun, everyone.